1: You always follow the, follow money. the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
2: First bet wants you to get in on all the horse racing action. Sign up today with promo code Vegas1000. Receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. All right, this is going to be
3: great. Uh, the owner of this tremendous casino. Circa Sports, uh, Circuit Resort Casino. Derek Stevens joins us in studio here early on a Wednesday morning. It's great to see you again, pal. How are you? Great, great to see you. Yeah. Good holidays and uh, New Year's Eve k- k- coming up, so we're all fired up. Yeah. And uh, how do you normally treat and attack New Year's Eve? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> to be
4: strategic here. You yeah. have so you gotta, to be. You got to. And I'll tell you what, New Year's Eve for us doesn't start on the thirty first of December. We got to plan this out. You know, uh-huh. like tonight we got a concert on Fremont Streets. So we got to play that out, and then we've got we've got uh, you know the bowl game. We got a lot of people going to the bowl game, coming coming back and mm-hmm. forth, and and people coming into town. And then you know the events start early on New Year's Eve. Early games, early action. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got you know we've got three dinners. You know, we got dinner. We got we got a a VIP dinner starting at 5:30. We got a VIP dinner starting at six. We got a different one at 7:30, and then we got you know the big party at Legacy Club, which starts at 10 o'clock to see this massive fireworks all over Vegas Valley. So you really got to be strategic. It's not like you and me hanging out at the bar, and all of a sudden we go a little wiggy after about 90 minutes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't be willy nilly with this. You need to have a plan of attack. Right. 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 Okay, so here we are now. We're down to five people in Survivor. Six million dollars on the line. Hell, uh, some people, three entries left, two of them on Kansas City. One person has Tampa Bay. If they save those two teams, you're going to make it a million dollar bonus for any entry that uses Super Bowl team from last year. Okay, so I think this is absolutely fascinating. I think it's, uh, I haven't been involved since like week two. I got bounced early, but I've been following it a lot. And I think tracking it right now and talking about it is a great discussion. Um, I guess, what's the feedback been from guys that are still remaining or entries that are still remaining at this point?
4: Well, let, let, me, go back, let me go back to uh, August real quick. and A lot of discussion about, well, why would they do this Christmas bonus? What's going on? Well, I said, well, what it's going to do, it's going to make people think about that in their selections throughout the season. Are you going to need Tampa? Or are you going to need Kansas City in early weeks or not? Well, some, some of these players have, have, have saved them, like you said, three have. And it changes some of the thought process throughout. So it's just another element of strategy. So I'm really glad we 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 uh, we brought it in. Now my counts may not be because they're a heavy favorite. They're going to hit this thing, so we're going to blow January already. But because uh, <laughs> it's going because it's going to hit, it's going to hit here. So I, we're we're convinced of that. But I think um, I think when you look at it, the since we were at 40 about four weeks ago, I I think the way the participants here handled the season, they did it really, really well. I am so impressed with these participants. And think about this, this is like an open contest. We had over 4,000 participants in Circus Survivor. And even if you're not still alive, everybody's watching because everybody's trying to learn and think through the strategy. What does it take here in the month of December to be there? Because everybody's trying to figure out, okay, I'm gonna do this again next year. What, What am I gonna do? So I, I'm just so impressed with uh, for the last 40. Last weekend is a good example. Parlay G was in a good spot. He came in. He's been coming in the last couple weekends. Uh, nice kid lives in L.A. Um, he's got his wife into wife into watching football now. Flies out Sunday morning. Makes his hedge bets and all that. He uh, he he uh, he made a he made a couple of great hedge bets. I know Mike Palm brought it up with you on Monday, but uh, took thirty thousand on uh, on against against the Chargers plus four eighty. And then thirty thousand plus the points. So uh, you know, he picked up about one seventy. So that's the key thing in Survivor. If you win, it's unbelievable. If you don't win, but you come close, you gotta get a cash. Yeah. I think to. a lot I of guess. people are getting cash. Yeah, agreed
3: with that.
2: Yeah. Well, that's where it's also intriguing about what what do you do with a hedging standpoint? How early do you start? How much do you bet? What can you get down in play? How much on the money line? All this stuff is great. Yeah. I mean, I mean well what, 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 like Going back to last week, and what we couldn't wait to see that when they tweet out the matrix and what's available, like how many guys were going to you get involved in the Thursday game? Then the guy takes the Titans, and yeah. oh my God, he almost scooped the whole thing with what happened. I mean, once the guy got the Titans in, was he doing a parlay on the money line with Green yeah. Bay and Arizona? Was he just going to? I mean, that was the incredible strategy there.
4: It was it was amazing. You know, we talked about this, but uh, the one contestant, Return of Survivor. Yep, there was a period of time, twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Where he was effectively within a two-team parlay of a scoop of the pool, you know, and then and then when the picks came out late Friday night, we knew there wasn't going to be a, a scoop of a pool because the way the picks came out four, three, and two, mm-hmm. so no one could scoop. But for one moment in time, Return of Survivor was within a, a two-team parlay yep. of a pool scoop. So that that I thought was pretty cool. We were, we were all it trying was. to figure out what's the best way of handling it. What's the best way to What's the best way to uh, create a hedge and things sure. like that? He well, that was that, awesome.
3: That person must yeah. have been screaming on oh. Christmas Day about the Browns' play calling. Oh. Can you imagine? Oh, Run the ball. You got it. Gosh. Yeah, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. That was also yeah. the great thing, too, because, okay, I'm going to save Arizona for Christmas. Well, that blew up in your face then Yeah. because no one had the Colts available. Right. And then if you saved Arizona, and eight people had them, four played them. But if you saved Arizona, it's like, oh, my God, now I got to do this.
4: I mean that's the one thing you know we talked back back in August. Well, Arizona looks like the team you got to save for that Christmas week, and that seemed like that. But yeah. you know the Colts kind of came up and like all of a sudden there, and then Green Bay kind of took a, a position. So the, the the people that had Green Bay left, they they clearly were in a dominant position. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right about the sweat there. I mean you're with you're within one P.I. call away from a field goal attempt, yes.
3: yep. and and all of a sudden, yeah, return of survivor gets the scoop. Imagine that with 16 left if he takes it down on Christmas weekend. That would have been nuts, that story. Also, but you, so there's one person with Tampa Bay left that we, like we talked about. So they're like 13 point favorites this week. Derek, they get Carolina next week. They're like a 16 and a half point favorite. Yeah. But you have to hang on to them, right? And you got to go with another team this week because then Mm -hmm. you have an additional, potentially here, million dollars to play with. And you're looking at Carolina at maybe eight or nine to one in the money line.
4: Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing is, this is like uh, that squid game uh, episode, you know, where you're walking across the glass. And Are you are you really going to do it? I mean, there's a certain element. There's a certain element where you can just say, hold on, let's take Tampa. We have the one contestant, uh, return of survivor. If you take Tampa, okay, you get to the next week, and then you can kind of figure out what your own domain is. Plus, this isn't necessarily the easiest week. You got You got two contestants that have the ability to take San Francisco. Yep. That, mm-hmm. that looks to be like the dominant position. Yes. But are you going to risk not taking Tampa if you return a survivor? Because all of a sudden, you have a big downgrade. Are you going to take Seattle with the, with the Fighting Lions? Uh, no. Are you going to take the Bears when you don't know what you're going to get? It's a tough call. But I agree. The value says don't take Tampa. Hold on to Tampa for the last week because you're within – the elite of the elite right. that has the chance for the million-dollar bonus.
3: It's a tricky call, and it's very easy for me to sit here and say this, but exactly what you just said is why it makes it so difficult. Yeah. I mean, if you don't go Tampa, then you might have to go to war with Seattle, and that makes me want to throw open my mouth.
4: Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's the one great thing about this. You know, that, that just like, uh, you know, we, can, we all love football. We can all talk about play calling and, and clock management and all that, and, and it is different when you're watching on television. Then when you're right there in the game and everything like that, it's like uh, what what did Tyson once say? You know, every you know all strategies are out as soon as you get hit in the face. Right. You know that
2: everyone's got a plan. To get
4: so yeah. so this, yeah, I mean, I could say yeah, the value play is for return and survivor. Don't take Tampa, take another team, and, and keep yourself there. But I can't. I also don't want to say that because what a risk this is. I mean, you pretty much got a layup to get to the final week. Pretty amazing.
2: Yes. Now, I've never seen you so animated. And you were ticked off when people brought it up about the chop business. But if someone wants, with five people left, if they want to kind of work, it'd be so messy trying to work a deal. And how can you trust someone with this amount of Is there any talk about that with the five contestants about g- gather around and maybe we could do something here? Or...
4: All right, not that I'm aware. But, I mean, for us – for us we're going to pay out according to our rules we're going to pay out whoever wins it is going to get it if the person lives in california they're going to owe income tax if the person lives in michigan they're going to go state income tax so if people are doing side deals or, or, or cutting in shares to uh okay to different people that's on their own we're going to we're going to pay it out to you know the the one person or, or if it ends up two people winning or something like that we're going to pay it out that way and then the individuals are responsible for their own taxes we we want to stay out it. We want to stay out of that. But but again, this is a little bit yes. different than than you know you run into a blackjack tournament and you win twenty five thousand. You got five guys at the end of the table and you do a chop. That's a little different. Here you're going to have a lot of lot of scrutiny. You got to do things properly. You better get an accountant. I mean, this is some serious money. I mean, this is it the is. biggest payout in, in in football contest history. Yeah. And effectively six million dollars. This is a bigger payout than winning megabucks because it's going to get paid the week after the season. In
3: one, one installment, not over 25 years. One chunk just like that. Yeah. Uh, will you allow people to come here and get a line of credit if they qualify for it and then make a hedge bet that way?
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, that, absolutely, we will. We will. But a couple things people have to know. You can't walk up on, on, uh, on Saturday and, and ask to talk to Jeff Benson. Hey, could you, be, could you get Matt Metcalf for me? Hey, I got this ticket. This is my collateral. That's not, that's, not, that's not what creditworthiness is under the Nevada Gaming Control Board yeah. standards. So you have, to, you have to get credit, and it has to be credit that stands independently. So, yeah, it might be, it might be tough to have liquidity. It, it could be, sure. but for others it may not be. So, I mean, there's, there's a, there's a right. little bit of a, a difference there. I don't know the financial position of any of these five sure, remaining of course. contestants. Um, I can say over the course of the last few weeks, we have had a lot of people that have not wanted to deal with it, and what they're doing, they're just wiring money in. So we, we've had a lot of money just hit our bank account, and then the phone call comes saying, hey, uh, Jeff Benson, we're wiring money in today, we're wiring money in tomorrow, because they want, they want uh, the ability to be all, all ready to go. Okay, And they come in, they download some on the app, and they make their hedge plays and all that.
3: Yeah, okay, I, I wanna hmm. stick with this coming up next, because Again, as I pointed out, you will take $100,000 on an NFL side on game day. You guys will take that much money. I want to know what's the biggest hedge. If they come here and talk to you in advance or Matt Metcalf or Mike Palm, somebody like that, Jeff Benson, what's the biggest hedge that you would take maybe on game day? That's coming up next year on Follow the Money.
1: v the sports betting network.
2: What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And when you bet with PointsBet, you get great odds and great payouts all in a fast and reliable book. Download the app now and use the code v 2 k for this great promotion. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And they're the official partner of NBC Sports. They give you a free $10 live bet during Sunday Night Football every week for the rest of the regular season. Got to be 21 points bet.
3: All right. As we continue here with the owner of Circa Resort at Casino, Derek Stevens in studio down to five people in Circa survivor. It's worth $6 million. I think obviously we're a gambling network. We're broadcasting live from here every single day. I think this is a major new story overall. Like you talked about, you compared it mm-hmm. to like Bucks earlier, right? It's a, it's the biggest contest ever in legal sports betting history that you're going to pay out potentially this week, or it almost got paid off last weekend. Um, so I, I'm curious because you and the, the limits are right there on the app. People, if you have enough money in your account, whatever, you can bet 100000 on an NFL game on Sundays here at Circa, You guys will take that much money. So now each ticket is worth, what, $1.2 million right. remaining in Circa Survivor? Okay, so if the people want to get nuts, let's say, like, what's the, if they come and talk to you a little bit early, like, what's the biggest hedge bet that you would take?
4: Well, the way Matt, Matt sets up uh, sets up his limits. You know, he puts the limits right on the app, and uh, you know we take a hundred thousand dollars for a guy rolling out, rolling in off the street, and uh, <laughs> and then um, once you, once we get to you know meet the guy a little bit and or meet the woman a little bit, uh, you know we'll we'll take half a million on a game. You would now now I would say the one thing people have to understand is when you make the bets a little, uh, it's kind of important. Mm. If it's uh, nine fifty five a.m. Five minutes to kick, and you're waiting for the very last bit of information. You may not get as much as if it was, uh, you know, 24 hours earlier, because you got to let the guys do their job. I mean, w- what Circus Sports is really doing is creating this market. And if you take half, if he takes half a million dollars on his side, well, he needs a little bit of time to to adjust and move and get some buyback and all that. And, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely take uh, half a million dollar bets once once you get to know once you get to know Matt. Then Matt will also tell you what your uh, what your limits are on the app. Yep. What your are in-game, what, what your halftime number is going to be, and all that. Yep.
2: Strong. You have to commend your staff. You mentioned, as you just said, everything's right there on the app. But during this COVID craziness the last two weeks and what's going on in the NFL and, and also that Cleveland Raider game, they mm. never took the game off the board. They don't take games off the board here. All they do is move the line. Yeah. Oh, Mayfield could play. Okay. Oh, no, Mayfield's out. Oh, it's Mullins. Okay, move the line. Oh, Wentz down to two and a half, one and a half. Okay. I mean they never take the game off the board. It's nuts.
4: Yeah, that game's gonna go down in history for uh Chris Bennett over there. Cause you know, on on some of these games, you know, we get our we get our little matrix, you know, exactly okay, Browns win by one, by two, by three. Well, there were so many configurations <laughs> yes. that didn't fit on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you had you had you had <laughs> all these totals, all these sides. You know, we it was on. Un- it was the biggest matrix we ever had. It took Chris an hour and a half to after, to put this all together. When you take up talk, take into account parlays, teasers, teasers with every single number up and down. It was unbelievable.
2: And of course, it falls too. Yeah, <laughs> the landing spot not good. that that <laughs> had to hurt. So all, so I imagine you have to be set with this moving forward. The hype and the six million dollars and all the attention. <clears throat> if you're going to make any tweaks in the future, I think you're set with Survivors. That fair?
4: Well, you know we. Uh, Maybe the best way to say it is, you know, I I love Survivor. You know, I've been you guys know I've been playing yes. this for a long time, and I just thought, man, let's have Circa bring Circa Survivor to America because the adrenaline and the juice you get in this in this uh, in this type of contest is just unbelievable. And I'm just glad I'm glad we've had four thousand participants now mm-hmm. rooting on the last five guys. Um, if I screwed something up most most uh, dramatically. bit off more than i could chew going from one million to a six million dollar guarantee in the first in the first uh escalation but uh yeah we got good growth i love this thing so uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep uh keep rolling obviously this is a type of contest that is subject to nfl schedules so that's why you know we're, we're not we really can't put out um something for next year until we know what the schedule is because you really need to know how the holidays play out, and, and we create the rule setter on that.
3: Well, okay. the, the big one this year happened to be with those three games around Christmas, the Thursday nighter, and then the two on Saturday, which created its own week. You're right. You need to find out what they're going to do next year with Christmas, obviously, to make it a special week. But is that the $6 million baseline? Is that something somewhere you want to keep it moving forward? Or as you said, you bid off a little bit more? You know, well,
4: you know, we, we're going to have a couple of interesting, uh, interesting meetings upstairs at some point. You know, I'm probably going to have a few people that said, "Oh man, you really blew it. You had to throw in a million nine into the whole pot," and then other guys are going to say, "Hey, we love it. Let's go." And then after I hear everybody out, I'll make the call. <laughs> yeah. as, as Mike says, as Mike says, this is not necessarily <laughs> no. democracy. No, but I love yeah, it, I it. and I don't like going backwards.
0: I can yeah, tell you that. I, you yeah. don't. You don't. No. So, so basically, what you're saying is,
3: you could have 100 people in the room, 99 could say Derek Skillet it back, and you're going to be like. Nah, screw you. I'm not going to scale up uh, that. You know,
4: Mike Paul makes a lot of fun about this, saying how I, you know, my my version of consensus. I do like to lead by consensus, but uh, but uh, you know, I hear everybody out. But you know, there's going to be some things where uh, you got to be able to make a call.
2: You're going to have a party next week for everyone who's left in yeah. both contests.
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, anybody that's uh, any of the any of the five uh, um, Circus Survivor contestants are are welcome this week. They're welcome next week, and then in the millions. I mean, this is pretty unbelievable. It so. Is. What we're going to do? Anybody that uh, that wants to come out for uh, the last two weeks of the season that's in the top ten uh, for the overall, for uh, the quarter, um, just reach out to Jeff Benson or reach out to Mike Palmer, myself on Twitter, and uh, we'd love to have we love to put you up here and we'll have a little bit of fun with that. And also, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that Jiggy Jack wow. is invited. You think about this: Hannibal Barker, fifty-seven twenty-three, unbelievable record. Right, one game ahead of three others, including Hannibal, Hannibal Barker, two, which is... Can, I,
2: can I jump in? Do yeah. you think he's screwing this up? He's using the same... I know it's working, but he's using the same plays, and he just had a two and three week. He's tied... He's, he's first, and he's in a three-way tie for second. But he's using the same plays on both cards.
4: I don't think so. I think I think it was too early. I think it's too early. Like, when we talked about it, if you're gonna take a little bit of variance, you wait till the last two weeks. Because because there's, they're still right here. So I... If he deviated and he put a one and four and a four and one out there, I'm not quite sure that that might have just been too early. He's got a good thing going, so yeah, two and three didn't work out, but but I think it was probably too early to create the variance. But I think we okay. might be right really? now okay. to create the variance. I
2: think so. I think you're probably right. Yep. Okay. Yep. No, but certainly well, what he's doing is nuts, right? And then Jiggy Jack, on the other hand, is giving out losers left and right. I mean, Jiggy Jack's got a three-game lead, yeah. 23 and 57,
4: second place in the boobies. 26 and 54, a three outright three game lead with two weeks to go. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. going 23 57 is just as hard
2: as going
3: that's 57 right. exactly 23. Right. That's right. right. See, that's the person I want Jiggy Jack on the show for sure. If this yeah. continues and they run away with the booby prize, the overall strategy and what you can learn from this, because Paul has been saying, now you got to try to lose on purpose. Well, why would you do that? Maybe, maybe all year long he's going with his best bets, but he's awful. Right. So, why would you not continue to go with
4: that right. method? I mean, Jiggy Jack, the reason we put the movie out there was when somebody has a season like this, we want to reward mm-hmm. it. Also think about what's in his mind right now. He goes, oh, my God.
2: If I would have only taken every pick opposite, I'd be tied with Hannibal <laughs> Barca for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You also have the quarterly angle. Yeah. Someone is 15-0 and, and, and two 0. contestants are 1-14. and 14.
4: Yeah, 15-0 and 0, uh, after three weeks. Five-week <laughs> quarter, so ten more right. selections to come. Right. Yeah.
3: By, by the way, this, this is going to happen, though, like every single year. As long as you get three, four, five thousand 5,000 people in the circa million, you can expect somebody to hit 71, 72% to take this thing down. It's, it's going to happen.
4: It could happen. I, I really like the fact that we added the quarters in when we first started this because it keeps everybody involved and in everything like that. Oh, here, I got a stat for you. Back to Survivor, real quick. Yeah. Out of the five contestants, four have proxies, Ooh. one does not. Oh. And out of the proxies, it's all the big names. They all have one. There's no proxy with two left. Oh, so all the big proxies, they all have they have one, 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 and oh. there's one uh, that does not have a proxy. So it's very interesting dynamic. Sure, it is. Proxies make so much to do with this contest. Yep. So you know they have uh, they have a little incentive too. I'm sure. Yeah. I would say so. What
2: that tip would be? That's uh, right. Uh, how about how about a plug here? I know you had a great run with jackpots. And then what you have going on here? Come visit Circa and the berries and the great restaurants. I still say this though, one of the best deals and the best places in all of Las Vegas. If you can get the penthouse at the Golden Gate, get the, there's like eight TVs in there. There's a grill. You can hang out with the fellas, the gals, whatever. <laughs> That's still yeah. one of the best deals going. But how, you, any other big jackpots? Any big pays payouts you've had lately?
4: Um, you know, it started a couple of days ago. All of a sudden, you are hitting jackpot. Y'all, you know, the Jackback meter starts going every like hour, two hours type of thing in the evening. Um that when my my jackpot alert goes on, on over ten thousand, So we're we're clipping them at about a rate of about you know one an hour.
2: I'll tell you, what was the wheel of fortune? The gal put in 20 bucks, 40 bucks? What was that? The million dollar hit? Yeah. The Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. From California? Yeah. God, God. It was great. Uh, it was on a Sunday. I
4: went down here yeah. watching football. My thing goes off. Like, wait a second, there's three extra digits out here. Like, <laughs> okay, let's go check it out. Hey, one thing I want to tell you super wild card weekend. That's gonna be a big weekend in Vegas, yes. you know. With the, with the NFL doing a great thing with the way the games are played out, the Saturday, the Sunday, the Monday, it's going to be, and it's, it's a holiday weekend. It's going to be a big blowout, big blowout weekend. I think Stadium Swim's going to be packed every cabana. The, down here is going to be packed day and night. It's going to be... It's going to be a great thing for Vegas, and we're really pushing it. Um, maybe you could even bring some of your friends. Maybe like Evan. We'll, we'll throw a party for him. What do you think? Evan wants to come to, to town. To Let's go, go, Evan.
3: You're welcome here. Stay with us. Yeah. He needs to come out here and see the book. Yes, he does. Yeah. We'll love it. Thanks for coming in today, Gary. Thank great you. Great to see you. I'll continue here. In Pocket plays coming up as well on Follow the Money, It's Feast and the Sports Betting
2: Network.
4: time to bet NFL games. Confidence.
3: I'm feeling a parlay with more
4: legs than a spider.
1: So nine legs? Roll the dice, baby. Indecision? We pick one home favorite. Mm -hmm. I I abstain. You can't abstain. abstain. Boring! Six-leg parlay, two home dogs all hitting the over. Boom!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Download the DraftKings
1: Sportsbook app and feel the
0: NFL action like never before. Whether you're betting totals, against the spread, props, or futures, the only place to start your NBA betting action is with the VEASAN basketball experts. Get the current lines for every game, plus betting splits, estimated scores, and power ratings. Our NBA experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide you with in-depth analysis on every team, game, and impact player to give you a betting edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash NBA and put our hoops betting experts to work for you all season long. This is opening
2: lines with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Eumans. So now catching 14
0: against the Buffalo Bills, the Atlanta Falcons on the road. Yeah, I'll pass on the Falcons. <laughs> uh, a couple
2: weeks ago, <laughs> you, you, get you said it again. What four, four drives inside the eight yard line?
0: Yep, a total again. of uh,
1: what? At three
0: points three against points. San Francisco 40 yep. Uh
1: This team just finds ways to fail, and today got lucky to beat the uh, the Lions at
2: home. So uh, I can pass on the Falcons. I, I'm looking for what I think are live dogs here in the past couple, excuse me, the past two weeks of the regular season. I would not necessarily consider um, the Falcons a live dog in, in any
1: sense of the phrase.
0: Yeah, the interesting. The initial the one spot's at 13 and a half, but everybody else is at a 514. For the latest lines, totals, betting splits, and information, go to vsun.com to help you become a better better.
2: v the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers as you covered. They've launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So, as of this minute, we do have three games on the board today in Ah, college football. Well, I mean, you know, know. yesterday when we talked about these games, Uh, we had all five, and then later on in the afternoon, whatever, the UCLA game got canceled.
2: Talking to Derek during the break, he's right. This bowl system is broken. Oh, it's totally just. It's broken. I don't think uh, any way they can fix it. Again, we said this earlier in the week. Ohio State is in the Rose Bowl. They returned 7,000 tickets. I can't believe it. Their fans don't have – they love to travel and go to games. They're not going to the Rose Bowl. No. You have opt-outs in the Rose Bowl. That, you, that should
3: you, be That is a smoke <laughs> signal slapping everybody in the face saying, look, you need to change things up a little bit. Yep. It's the Rose Bowl we're talking right. about. Ohio State is one of the best programs in the country, and everybody's like,
2: nah, yep. we're good. Sports damaged. Semi-final playoff games uh, while people are working. Uh, Rose Bowl holding the sport hostage. Sugar Bowl as well. Games canceled two, three hours before kickoff. Memphis, the Hawaii debacle. I can't believe that I mean, they're it's...
3: okay with playoff games at 7.30 Eastern time with the kickoff on New Year's Eve. Yeah. When they first
2: well, delusion, ended... they're delusional. You remember Herbie Hancock? Oh, of we're course We're going to change do. the paradigm of New Year's Eve, he said, I that, can,
3: that bozo. I, I can recall, this is way before VEASAN existed, the first year they ever decided to do, to, to do this, whatever year it was. The news broke when we were live on the air here in Las Vegas, and I'm, it came out like in June, and I'm like, "Are they what? This can't be true. This, yeah. There's no way this can be accurate." <laughs> that was my gut reaction. Is they're going to play games on New Year's Eve, and the kickoff was like eight o'clock or eight fifteen on the East Coast. Like they're they're not thinking about this. Like they think that people are going to put their plans aside to pay attention to their games. And guess what? Ratings stunk.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and the first game with Oklahoma, and I, I think you were right yesterday um, uh, with the Oklahoma Clemson. Good game, great matchup. It's during the day. The horrible ratings, and, right? Yeah, people are at work. Um, I misspoke earlier. You just have the uh, interim with the Virginia Tech game uh, with Vot Tech rather. I, I know we're getting carried away here, but this is it's up to four. Maryland should bury them. I mean, I really and you are again. You try to find motivation and what we'll get to that with Clemson coming up, but Maryland hasn't won a bowl since 2010. They're six and six. They started four and all then lost six of eight, but Virginia Tech has a ton of guys opting out. Yep. Interim coach, you're looking at a, a, a transfer playing at quarterback. I, I, I think Maryland's defense is shaky at best, but I think his uh, brother is going to. They'll make enough plays, and Maryland will get the get the uh, cover.
3: He's also capable of turning it over well, three times true. in the first half. Yes. But now this game was also. I mean, when we sent out the College Bowl guide here at Veasan, the
2: game was a pick 'em. And now Maryland's all the way up to three yeah. and a half.
3: Some they, spots are sitting
2: at four. I think they were a two-point dog when it opened that. When it opened, yeah. they were a two-point dog, but this is yeah, a big move. Clemson up to two now at some spots, 44 and a half. I mentioned the motivation earlier. Uh, with a win, it'd be 11 straight double-digit, uh, 10 win plus season, ten wins in a season for uh, Clemson. Third, all, third most all-time. So I think that's big motivation for Clemson. And remember at one point they were two and two, and it is Dabo against Campbell. And Campbell now 7-5 and five after they were preseason seventh. Sure. And they lost five games. And now Hall is not going to play for Iowa State as well. Believe it or not,
3: first non-playoff game for Clemson. It's, it's the first regular bowl game they've been in since 2014. Iowa State did not lose a game by more than seven points. On defense, the Tigers ranked uh, fifth overall in the regular season in yards per play allowed. But the problem is the offense, as we all know, they're 99th in yards per play. Which is just, that can't happen at a program like this with the recruits and the talent that he brings in. Um, that total, again, I could see this one being like 23-7 final score.
2: Yes. Now, that was an impressive win how they ended the season, too. South Carolina was hot. They blew them out. Yep. 30 to nothing. It was over. Go home. Forget about it. Um, you make anything about the rough start for the SEC? Or much ado about nothing and considering who they put on the field? So far.
3: No, I think you can go on a year-by-year basis. And I don't think one year has anything to do with the next per se. Um, but I think in individual years, there might be something to this where they're going to be a good fade,
2: you know, in, in the rest of the bowl games. Yeah, it's been horrible so far for the SEC. Yeah. Alamo Bowl, I mean, it's up to seven now in some spots. I like Oklahoma. I'm with Matt humans, although the ship has sailed as far as where the number's gone. It's gone crazy. But I think uh, Stoops and Williams saying all the right things that they come out there and uh, give a big effort. They've been off since uh, Bedlam and Oregon, just mass exodus, all these guys out, COVID, whatever, 30 guys sure. out, COVID, transfer. How, how about this? How about the Steelers' offensive line coach left to take the job at Oregon? I know. I you believe that? Yeah. So you have uh, the D.C. at Georgia coming in to take over. Uh, he'll, he'll be the new coach. Um, but it was a strange year for Oregon. They had a, a double-digit. They won double-digit games. But when they went up against Utah, they got embarrassed. Sure. But other than that, I would say it was a good season. They had a nice one at Ohio State. But so many guys out, and I just think if Oklahoma shows up and brings their seed game, that's going to be enough. Well, both coordinators
3: gone yes. for Oregon as well on top of everything else. Their wide receivers coach will be leading them in action today. Uh, the quarterback stinks. But I also, huh. you know, when, when Lincoln Riley left, all of the talk was about how he's going to flip everybody and they're going to go to USC. He did, did a great job at that. But from what I gather, uh, it appears as if people around the Oklahoma program, players, they're also really fired up. And they evidently love the new hire in Venables. It's a good hire. Um, Stoops is going to coach this game, by the way, if you missed yeah. this, they're giving him 350000 to coach one game. <laughs> but I, I do think that we're going to see a very motivated Oklahoma team today pissed off that Riley left off, left and the players First of all, I mean, what you said about Oregon, too, all these guys that are going to be out, that's a major impact for this overall team and for the contest anyway. But, again, the best number is long
2: gone. Yeah, four defensive starters out for Oklahoma. Again, the system's broken, and there's no way it's coming back. That's just how it is. But 10-2 and two against 10-3, and three. good matchup. You see how they start the day tomorrow? It's the Mayo Bowl. The, the, both coaches yeah. have agreed they're getting doused, dumped on uh, mayonnaise. With mayonnaise. Yeah. I love Miracle Whip. Love it. Oh, my God. What, you're not, a, you're not a fan of Miracle Whip? I, it's one of the worst things on earth. Oh, it's great. Great on a sandwich. You how, need it on a sandwich. how is it great? You need it on a sandwich. It's okay. you don't concur.
3: You don't get. You don't put Miracle Whip on a sandwich. It's uh, occasionally good on a chicken sandwich. I'll, these hamburger joints that put mayonnaise on a, a California burger go defunct. No, really? They should go out of business <laughs> that
2: day. Ah, oh, Hellman's is garbage, though. Hellman's is trash. Any Can't of it. Do it. Oh, why, no. why do you like it? Oh, very good. I oh, love. It. Oh, you, you wear where, yeah, where ranch and sour cream. Not a chance. I drink this stuff. Really? Ranch dressing is. Oh, you love ranch dressing? Gotta have it. How about uh? Wh- oh my! You know, you what, know the you know what the, am I dealing with here, the, folks? The, the girl used to, the ex used to dunk her uh,
3: pizza crust in ranch. That's that's very that's a very popular midwestern thing to do. Okay, sour cream on certain things, maybe. Yes, I'm okay with Load sour cream. Load the baked cream. potato up with that thing. You like blue cheese? No, don't like it. So you when you go and get wings, you're a ranch guy, not blue cheese. Yes. Oof. How about with chicken fingers?
2: Chicken fingers, plain ranch and uh, no honey mustard. My,
3: no chance with ranch. What do you put your chicken fingers on? I'll find something else. You don't dunk them in anything? Ma- uh, some mustard, sure. Oh, that's boring. Uh, ranch. Oh, Ra- yeah. oh. Giddy up. What's good about it? Love it.
2: It's awful. Ah, no. There I isn't like one good quality about ranch dressing. I am. And mayonnaise is worse. Erica Whip. Ooh, sleeper. Gotta have it on a sandwich with pickles. Yep. With pickles. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyways, the yeah. winner, the, the whoever wins this game tomorrow, the coach is getting doused with mayonnaise. And I will not be watching that. <laughs> that'll, be, uh, that'll be something. That'll make me gag. That is something. Oh, that, that's right, yeah. Oh bucket and,
3: of mayo and, over and your I, head? And I promise what people are going to be doing, was this last year at the Mayo Bowl <laughs> when they had the contest where ah, they were eating
2: out of the buckets? Ah, that's, Yo, you don't like that, though? Yeah. Well, that's over it. the line? Uh, <laughs> there's quite a, <laughs> a second now. There's a big difference between putting little mayonnaise on the sandwich as opposed to... Remember, the the band Corn did that one time. These kids, they were hot. Corn was a, a big name group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their album was out, and the kids are like, I want tickets to the show. He goes, Eat a jar of mayonnaise, I'll give you backstage. And the kid did it. Is and that he, right? Like, oh, I can't watch this. Oh, <laughs> yes. I just shut it off. I was getting nauseous. That's an early game, uh, by the way. That's eight thirty in the morning tomorrow. Wow, well, we hope fingers crossed, right? Well, we Thursday's think. a good day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, oh, yeah. go- on paper, good days. I do I do I have come around. I really like Kentucky. I really like Kentucky against Iowa. I'm trying to find the date on that game. Can't get there. Kentucky, Iowa. Oh, that, that's Saturday. New Year's Day. Yeah, that's yes. New Year's Day. Okay. Yeah, Kentucky's favorite. Yeah, okay. And the total's right. 44 there. Pat Forty also mentioned this on a podcast. He's right. Get got all these games going on Saturday, and they're putting three at the same time it's because you have to have the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, standalone business too. Uh, well, I Well, mean, so just- here, here's the deal. Like the Rose Bowl
3: does look magnificent on TV. It looks amazing. Yeah, it like, that's the best backdrop in all sports. But you're
2: holding the sport hostage. But, but, it's a reason we don't have a playoff.
3: But because of that small little 90-minute like, window when the sun goes down, that's why we have to have the game yeah. there every single time. When you watch the Rose Bowl, say so that's why we don't have 8 or 12 teams. Yeah. They have to have that spot. Oh, I take it back. I take it back. Lake Tahoe for hockey better than the Rose Bowl. Okay. Last year when they had that weekend up there, mm-hmm. that was that was unbelievable. And I'm a big Tahoe guy anyway, but when they had all their drone coverage up there, remember that? The Golden Knights were up there. Yeah, the sun got The it. sun game. They, they had to play at night, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the but the backdrop it. looked great, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Two <laughs> o'clock, the sun looks so good, we got to keep <laughs> it here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, can't expand right. the playoff yeah. or anything like that. I
2: thought you were going another direction. Oh. Like you were coming around with ranch or oh, God, uh, never. honey mustard never. or something. No way. No, Not okay. a chance on earth. No. It'll never happen. Uh, so what's the slogan? A sandwich just isn't a sandwich without oh, miracles. A sandwich is a sandwich. No. Trust me. No No need it.
1: to determine
2: the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to one on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can
3: get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope.
0: Ten to one. You're up.
3: Right. All right, here we go. In pocket plays. Uh, last night, a refund game was canceled. I did like the over in the NCAA-UCLA game. Uh, we shall not talk about what we discussed yesterday with the Mississippi State game. I think the files, the archives yesterday, they pulled no. it, they pulled them out, right? And they dumped ranch all over it.
2: Then they set it on fire. Yeah, people are doubting that you're from the Midwest because you don't like ranch. That is an upset. I agree with Scott who sent that in. No doubt about it. Uh, no, we can talk about it because uh, I, I, I gave no, it I'm, out. I'm well, joking. I'm joking. No, but it's a, good, it's a good discussion. And here's why. So you asked me yesterday, what do you like? I said, I love Mississippi State. I, th- I like Houston. I like Minnesota. What was the other game? I, and I, and, I like Air Force. Air Force. We yeah. like, right, Air Force. Point being, every play is the same bet, same unit size. That's what, so You go three and one, you make money. Oh, it's a great day. It goes back oh, it's to a old, nice day, yeah. Right. But I, oh, I love Mississippi State. That's my top play. Well, they got embarrassed and hammered. They lay, lay on no, 10, didn't. they scored seven. No, it's, That it's, was a great example yesterday. Do what you want to each his own, whatever. Yesterday was a great example when you asked me, who do I like? I give out four plays, three of them win, but the top one loses. About same bet unit bet unit size.
3: Sure, it's the fact that we talked about the game a lot. Yeah, I know
2: you're right. And we and, said and, and, and the leech
3: audio I and know. what we talked about too. Right, and we just kept going over and over and over. Like if there's ever going to be a game where a team or a coach is going to run it up, it made a lot of sense. And then they came out there and they were just absolutely awful, and they never had the lead, and they scored seven points in the entire game. Yep. So that game had no chance whatsoever. And I also bet the Lions plus seven and a half on Monday morning against the Seahawks, I believe is when I bet it. Mm -hmm. I got nothing more for today. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not getting involved in these bowl games today. Yeah.
2: I like Clemson. I I, I I really like Clemson and I like Maryland. So uh, check in with me tomorrow. And I got Notre Dame in the Fiesta. We won't talk about the Pitt Michigan over uh, with the opt-outs. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at Bet Rivers. Another thing, too, it was one of the best Sopranos episodes ever. Pine Barrens. Tony's yelling at Paulie. Mayonnaise! Mayonnaise! With the Russian. That is a great episode. I'm disappointed they never went back to that and addressed it.
3: Ooh. That episode? They never addressed the the Russian. He got out of there. No, I know. I know. He he hit Chrissy with the shovel and off he went. I thought that was a major (laughs) fail. That was a bad show. You got to go back to that. When we flew back east a couple weeks ago, I did watch some Sopranos on the flight. And they offered season one, uh, the college episode. Very good. Mm. When he's driving around uh, Meadow and they go to a couple of different spots and then he takes care of business. That's like episode five, I think, of season one. So you see Tony in action and he strangles the guy. Yeah, Very good episode. I think that one's underrated a little bit. Yes. Um, yes. And, and by the way, you, this is going to take off the, the whole ranch discussion with uh, you know, maybe some sour cream or some mayonnaise because yeah. we have the mail bowl tomorrow. Yeah. We're, we're getting messages both ways. It's like the, when people are saying ranch on everything, other people are saying no chance. Sure. I, I got a DM during the break. Um, somebody works here at Circa. When they first moved out here, Some place put mayo on his burger. He lost his mind. He says it's uh. absolutely disgraceful. They put everything, they put ranch on everything out here in Las Vegas. You do. Sam, chicken sandwiches, fries, pizza, mm. chicken fingers, the whole thing.
2: Can't do it. Mm. It's awful. Okay, teachers on. The other thing, too. uh, Oh, for God's sakes. Here it is. The gal. Oh, no. This this is real life, right? The the Canadians fan is eating mayonnaise out of of the jar. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, I don't recall this one. I I thought it was the one where the gal was in the parking lot. It's just going. (laughs) I don't recall that one. I do recall,
3: I think, last year at a football game, we had two different individuals there. And anyway, I. It could be something else in the jar, but they have the big mayonnaise jars there, and they're scooping and
2: scoring. Oh, come on. Ruined breakfast for people. Uh, the other thing, too, uh, there's a Yogi Berra line in here somewhere where I, I know a little about a lot uh, with, with food, though. But I used to be a fat ass, and I, I bonded with Mike Tyson over this when we interviewed Mike, because Mike let himself go after he ret- Mike. I mean, needed a bra. It's huge. Back fat? Sure, absolutely. Two front porches. You say now my 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 diet does stink, but I will say this: no food is bad food. It's about moderation. Well, you you can have a slice of pizza. Remember, like our driver coming back from from Foxwoods. Live your life. Come on, you can have a piece of pizza. I love that. We were with Brian. He's like, I gotta I gotta talk on my phone here. I have to do some work, and the guy wouldn't shut up. I wouldn't take the hint. That was great. But have a piece of pizza. You can have a burger. Okay? You just can't have six of them. you You'd be walking around like Lardass from Stand By Me. Okay? Yep. Dated, but still works. Roseanne, whatever. Yep. I mean, you're going to get p- obese if you do. You can have a cookie. You can have a couple cookies. Don't have the whole bag. It's okay to go on a walk once in a while. You can, Yes. No food is bad food. No food is bad food. It's like it's going to be like Friday. I'm not a fan of this day at all. It's amateur hour. Well, the calendar says I have to get annihilated, and I'm going to urinate in the street and vomit you everywhere. Can't stand I mean, New Year's Eve. No. I'm not a fan of it. Right. The I mean, day on the calendar dictates now. It's everyone has to drink, and then it's yeah. people who rarely uh, drink. I have to get hammered. And I it, take it it's... back.
3: I actually do like it. I don't like the people. That's my biggest problem. Because you're exactly right, what you just said. Mm. It's a brand new year. Why don't I go out there and get absolutely tanked by 4 o'clock in the afternoon? I'm going to be a total mess for the next four hours. Sure.
2: Sure. Mm. Every year we used to do the show drunk. At that, that time of year. so be careful out there, right? And that, that was, was fun. That was, uh, we also
3: got in trouble one time for interviewing Mike Tyson on the air.
2: Oh, yeah. Death and, uh, threats. Pe- death threats, sure.
3: Death threats, and people wanted us uh, canned. <laughs> and uh, they pushed for that. Uh, they wanted Big time
2: wanted us fired a long time ago. Still mad. Our boss at the time, Fox News, called us because it was a political angle. Tyson mentioned something about Sarah Balin. Uh, there was a political angle. Well, I just said it. But Fox News wanted us on. It was with Greta Van Sustren. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he says, he put the kibosh on it. He goes, nah, don't want you to go on. Oh. What? Oh, he didn't have our back then? No. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, but things, yeah. you know, things worked out for us, but still. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, who are you to say we can't go on Fox News and address the interview with Mike Dyson? Yeah. He said no for us. Like, he didn't like, work it up the ladder to us about, hey, do you mm-hmm. want to go on Fox News?
3: No comment. Bad move. Yeah. Still bitter about a couple things.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... All right. Death threats were fun. Intriguing back then. Oh, the buffoons. Right out there. Well, politics, you never know. Oh,
3: well, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. Lunatics completely out of their mind. Okay, so this week in the NFL, um, oh, one more thing. I did notice this, and it makes a lot of sense, right, with John Madden passing away yesterday. Mm -hmm. I don't play the video game anymore. I certainly did a lot when I was growing up. People are saying that you got to put John Madden on the cover. Okay. Next year of Madden. Yeah. That makes some sense, Most right? Most
2: influential person in the, in the history of football. I yep. agree with it. I don't, I, I don't think he can debate it. Yep. Hall of Fame coach, 36 and 16 and 2 record against other Hall of Fame coaches, best color analyst of all time, and the video game. And, and imagine what he just made off the video game alone. They come to him in the late 80s. He goes, I want 100,000 and 5% of sales. And they sell over 130 million of them, whatever it is. Well, he had no idea was, how big it was going to well, be. Well, sure. No. Nobody did. No. But no. it's like every move this guy made, right? like they want to do seven on seven. He goes, that won't work. You're going to do 11 on 11. Well, it'll take years. He goes, I don't care. It's what we're doing. He was partially responsible, from what I'm reading yeah. today, uh, for
3: the Fox box. When they first put up the score on the screen, he said, that makes a lot of sense. We need to keep that there. Other people said it's going to be distracting, like you said earlier. Right? David, the- there's
2: a great discussion on that, right, with De- on Fox once they got it, and David Hill and Shanks and... And Madden, you're right, putting the score up, the Fox box, right. the, the well, first down line. And they're line like,
3: every- hold on a second. People are going to yeah. tune in, and they're going to tune right out because
2: they know the yeah. score. They imagine yeah. that mentality back then. Right. doesn't make any sense. There was a guy who, who did soccer who actually came over because of the Fox angle, and, and a guy with a soccer background said, put the damn score on the screen. Yep. What are you doing? I don't know what's going on in the game. Yep. And, and the owners actually thought, well, people will shut it off if they see the score, and it's a, like a two-score game. <laughs> I mean, I imagine know. that I thinking. Yep. Yeah. Just because you have money doesn't mean you're
3: smart. And meanwhile, go back and try to watch a game from the oh. 80s or the 90s. It's absolutely impossible.
2: we've well, we talked no about idea. this many times growing up as a kid, how hard it was to get a score. Vanner O'Reilly, right, see your headlines every 20, 40 minutes, whatever it was. Well, it the, 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 the 5, 10-minute ticker on NBC Sports, put the scores up. Give me a score. The bottom line, something. Well, remember, when
3: ESPN first started the bottom line, they only did it at 28 and 58 past the hour. Yes. So you knew. You're like, okay, what time is it? i got to check the scores Uh right now. Yeah.
2: And that would be it. you got to wait another half an hour. And may you rest in peace. We discussed that with Malinsky. Oh, how much money those score phones made. The phone bills when you're sweating a game and you got to call in would get the score? For sure. For sure. Great discussion. And I said
3: this earlier. I wasn't exaggerating. When I would play Madden when I was younger, I would, like, plot out the regular season I would make point spreads for all the games and totals and then I would like keep track of how they like the play-by-play and stuff like this I was a total idiot yeah but I I loved it I knew what I I wanted to do in my life and uh it happened to work out you know you were ahead of the times calculus what is this no chance (laughs) I want to go read some more box scores uh yeah all right That'll do it for us today. Uh, email, by the way, is ftm at com. FTM for follow the money at com. We're on Twitter at live at Mitch Moss Radio, at Paulie Howard. Uh, let's hope that we get all of the bowl games today. Yeah. Huh? And uh, we're back tomorrow at 7 Eastern. Have a good night. The River Sports... The Bet River Sport. The Bet River Sport.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.